Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. You say there are 7.6 million people on the NHS's waiting lists. I say there are 7.6 million potential customers for private health care. And yes, I do own shares. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and this is Nonsensit. Hello and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by my producer Martin and what a show we have for you this week, eh Martin? Yes, indeed. We have some business insight from a successful property developer. We have a debate about women in the workplace and we talked about the last night of the proms. But as ever, there was so much we couldn't fit in. For example, we had a long interview with Education Secretary Gillian Keegan, but we can't play it to you before the watershed. Oh, yes, we also had a very aggressive interview with a Russian defence minister, but we've since found out he had gone rogue and wasn't officially sanctioned by the Russian government to speak on their behalf. It's a shame you went all the way to the Russian embassy to record that one. And this isn't the first time this has happened with them. Yes, I mean, it's hard to understand how such a disciplined military can go rogue so often, isn't it? But anyway, thank you to everyone who came to last week's live recording at the London Podcast Festival. We hope you had a good time and we hope those of you who didn't come enjoyed hearing it. We'll be playing you a question time. Time for... Time for question. Yes, Martin, I know what it's called. Recorded last week, next week, where you can hear Suella Braverman, Sir Keir Starmer and the Reverend Jerry Berry answer our brilliant audience's brilliant questions. Now, if hearing these shows is giving you major FOMO, as my kids say, or if you came along and enjoyed it so much you want to see another live show, well, you are in luck. We will be at the Museum of Comedy in London on the 18th of October with Ishan Akbar and special guest Nadine Dorries and Jordan Peterson. Tickets are available at museumofcomedy.com. If you can't make it, but you have a question for Ishan, Nadine and Jordan, you can email us at nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. But on to this week's show, and we'll start with the absolutely disgraceful scene at the Royal, the Royal Albert Hall this week. We talked to Hector Bridges from the campaigning group Reclaim Culture UK. Let's take a listen. Hector, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for have, uh, having me on. 
You know, I yes. mean, I mean, we're still, we're still, everyone at at, uh, at Reclaim is absolutely reeling mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know. Well, this is what I want to talk to you about, Hector, because like you, I was Thank absolutely you. Oh, horrified by what I saw at the proms, and that was all those EU flags. I, I, I was like, hello, <laughs> time travel, mm. where are we? You know, 2015, yes. 2014. Yes. 2013. I mean, yes. you know, you keep going back and back and back. Mm. Uh, I've been to every last night of the prom since I was four. I right. was taken in wow. uh, by my by my mother initially when I was uh, when I was four. She was uh, quite poorly in the late 90s, but I went anyway. Anyway, don't get bogged down in that. And I've always always taken as many flags as I could carry. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's always been a wonderful, very moving sort of thing. So to see this attack on on the UK was uh, very, very unsettling. Very and unsettling. just to clarify, Hector, um, by saying you take as many flags as possible, do you mean specifically uh, Union Jacks? You're St. misrepresenting Cross, me. That, I I'm, said I take as many flags as I can carry. Ah, right. So sorry. Not as many yes. as possible. That's very, very different. It's possible to bring a huge number of flags into the last night of the proms using... In a trailer. ...towering device. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. We've been there, we've come at that, and that's a no. But as many as you can carry, that's allowed. And yes, yes, they're Union right. Jacks. It's a, it's, a, it's a Union Jack event. It always has been. And and there we were. I mean, the number of, and I counted them, of blue flags. Um, uh, I say count. I, I, I began a count. How uh, many do you I'm, reckon there was? Well, um, you see, this is a very interesting, a very interesting question because uh, I couldn't persuade anyone but the seven or eight people near me to keep them still. I don't know if right. you've ever tried to count anything that's moving, like say ants. Uh, no, or, I've um, never tried no? to count ants. No. 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 Oh, well, you can't. Uh, I've, I've never gone more than sort of seven or eight people. It's like a swarm, uh, basically, a swarm of EU flags. That is exactly, exactly what it was. Right. And, of course, wow. of course, across the EU, they're watching things like this. Mm. And it's, it's a gateway for them. Yeah. It's a gateway. What, what do Hector, you worry? As- it's it's a, a gateway to Hector, that, that oh, oh, they well. may see this as an invitation They may to return. see it like that, yes. Who do you think's crossing? In small boats. That's well. I I think it's probably people on pretty hard times. Um, oh, I I, are... I completely agree. I completely agree. Eurocrats. And trust me, it's never been harder times for them than it is now. And amongst right, I'm not saying it's all of them, but amongst those coming over in the small boats are those. And I think I saw some of them at the Royal Albert Hall with their flags are those who want to t- turn back the clock. Yes. We've taken back control and they want to take it away again, really. It, it, that is exactly right. Mm. And, there, you know, there hasn't been a day for me where taking back control hasn't meant something very vivid, you know, and it's been... It's been, yeah. uh, these, have been these have been halcyon days. It's been, it's been wonderfully exciting new freedoms, day after day of new freedoms and new... You yes, know, controls that we have, uh, and I, you'll prize those out of my cold, dead hands. Oh, Hector, Hector, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Um, Hector, what I, I wanted to, to, to sort of speak to you about because you were there at the prompts, and I just wonder: were you frightened? Were you scared by all those flags? Did you I feel? W- I want to thank you for asking me that. 
I mm. can't think of a time when I've been more frightened. Right. I really, wow. I really can't. I'm not a man who, I am a man, but I'm not a man for whom fear is a close companion. You know, yes. I've, I've been afraid. I, I was, I won't say afraid, but I became very startled one evening on Hampstead Heath. But that wasn't fear like this. This is do, very. Do you visceral. care to sort of elaborate on on that, or would you rather not? I don't think legally I can. But the point right. about what right. happened at, right. at the proms was, as it felt very similar. You were. It felt like a violation. Oh, yes. Okay, well that is bad. And the um, the overall uh, effect on you is is one that you're still clearly coming to terms with. Well, it's been yeah, it's been absolutely devastating. I mean, these are new spectacles that I've. I've had to get. Really? What? Well, look, I'll put it like this. I went to the last night of the proms. I I did already have uh, an optometrist appointment booked for uh, the following day. My prescription's changed. Well, doesn't that tell you everything? Have you had thousands, and I I mean thousands, of little yellow stars thrust into your eyeballs? Because I have. Oh, Hector. This is what Reclaim Culture UK really want to tackle. No yeah. one. Let, let, right. We're not about. Ba- we're not about banning things. We don't want to see things banned. But I certainly don't think there should be any EU flags allowed within so half a mile or so of uh, yeah. of of the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, of course. During the proms or otherwise. Hector, you've spoken very passionately in the past about cancel culture and how appalling it is. So the last thing you'd be wanting to do is to cancel anything. This is exactly right. I mm. mean, the the wave now of cancellations is it's quite extraordinary. And it's, yes, it's and disgusting. It's, it's almost everywhere you look. You know, you don't see you don't see the broadcasters of yesteryear daring to to raise their head on 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 the television and you certainly don't see a lot of a lot of those programs repeated yeah yeah no yes, good absolutely. night sweetheart there's no there's more there's gone. no more good night sweetheart where no. a little nicky lindhurst managed to have an affair across uh, across time not allowed anymore apparently you're not you allowed know, that apparently anymore. you're allowed to be polyamorous but you're not allowed to have an affair across time well i <laughs> have sorry haven't, i have pretty, pretty uh, hypocritical I don't, I don't know uh, I'm not totally au fait with the terminology. Hexer, before we finish up, I do want to ask you about the BBC because how culpable are they in all of this? They filmed it. They filmed it. They didn't pixelate out any of the flags. And it just goes to show, are, are the BBC really impartial? Well, I'm not sure they are. And I'd, I'd love your viewpoint on this before we before we bring this I'm, interview to a close. I'm an unabashed and unashamed traditionalist. Mm. I have long since believed that the great institutions of the United Kingdom, the things that are respected around the world, uh, the things that actually make something, you know, that have something to say about life uh, in in Britain should be respected and should be honoured. And that is why the BBC has got to go. Yes. It has got to go because, because... it's deliberate and, and no one, no one at the proms was saying that the audience at the last night of the proms had been hand selected by the BBC. Gary Lineker. Yes. Or, no. or, the, uh, or those sorts of people, you know, but no one's, no one was saying that because you can't say anything anymore. Yeah, you can't. I often no. find the things that no one at all is saying 
are most likely now to be the things that are the truest. Turtles <laughs> are rigging the economy. You know, that's something that Martin, you just said that, really though, didn't you? Saying. You just said that. Yeah, well, well I'm not. Oh, I you've, see. Uh, you've, and you, once you've said it out loud, you've said it, and, and yeah. we'll see. Yes. Martin, I hope for your sake that you don't get uh, cancelled for that, but... Well, you know, I mean, I mean as, certainly as a metaphor, turtles will do for the blob, which, by the way, is a, that's a very clever turn of phrase. Yes, we've, it really we've, is. we've Michael Gove to thank for the blob. And, you know, again, Did I he come like... up with a blog? I didn't realise that because yes. I've been using it because it's so brilliant. It's oh, so it's brilliant. And, absolutely fantastic. And know. I also just think how great that the, you know, the 1950s Steve McQueen film has, yes. has a bigger use. A far wide use, but Mm. it's a wonderful term. It's a way of describing any group of people that you disagree with or think should be stopped. Yeah. Uh, You know, and you can just sort of write them all off. And let's be honest, those sorts of describing words have become quite hard to find. Yes, yes. It's one of the last few that you won't... Okay, uh, well, the blob, there. It's saying something, isn't it? And then at the same time, nothing they can get you for. Well, listen, Hector, yes. absolute pleasure. I mean, one, wonderful to hear all your viewpoints. And Thank you. Thank keep you. fighting the good fight. Oh, I, I will, and you'll see me yeah. at, uh, at what uh, next year, what I genuinely hope is the last, the very last night of the proms with, with all the flags I can carry. Um, yes, yes. Spikes on the top. We'll see. Oh, great. Oh, Me versus great. the blob. Oh, yes. That's okay. <laughs> I hope you win, Hector. Terrifying. I hope you win. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll win. Now, women have always been undervalued in the workplace. For example, I found out that other presenters on my radio station were treated differently to me just because they were men. They were being paid more than me, spoke to more respectfully than me and being invited to award ceremonies that I wasn't. Are you talking about the presenters who got nominated for awards? Does that make a difference, Martin? It's about respect. Anyway, a brilliant letter to the Times this week highlighted the issue and a lot of people got very angry about it. And when people get angry, our advertisers are happy. So we had a debate with Caroline Voxman and Dr Peter Hilton about whether women should put up with sexual harassment in the workplace. Let's take a listen. So I'm very excited about this talk. Hello, both of you. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you you for having me on, Harriet. Well, Dr Hilton, you're on because you caused a bit of a stir this week with one of your letters to The Times. Tell us what you wrote. Well, I mean, it's no surprise that my little letter in the Times did ruffle some feathers, um, uh, only going to further prove the points that I was making. Uh, I simply Mm. pointed out the fact that um, people, and uh, as in particular surgeons, uh, nurses, any medical practitioners, need to toughen up. Yes, um, so, Dr Hilton, this was particularly to do with reports of many women surgeons having to deal with sexually inappropriate behaviour. And you said that sexually inappropriate comments and actions do occur and it's stressful, but if they want to make a success of this rewarding career, then they should toughen up. That's what you said. Nobody's saying it's not bad. The Wokies got really upset, didn't they? They got so upset 
Now, Caroline, you and me, we're both women. We know what it's like to be women. I, oh, I we think, know. I think we can say, can't we? Yes. I mean, they should toughen up. They should toughen up. I think Dr. Hilton, you know, he, he makes a good little point in his little well, letter, doesn't I, he? I, good, no, he do- it wasn't a Oh, sorry, a Dr. Point. Hilton. I, I do just want to... Sorry, Dr. <laughs> Hilton, I've got Caroline talking now. Thank you. And I hope we're not just saying this because of quite a dishy, handsome doctor. But <laughs> yes. Up. So I've not finished just one moment. But John, when I was a young journalist, when we were young journalists, yes. it was nothing to feel a hand up your skirt. Yes. It was a compliment. I mean, I and had actually, them all the time, all the time. All I was like a little stroking because, you know, I... I I, you know, I was well, a, an I mean, attractive young You were thing. a beautiful... I was a beautiful young... I, men could not keep away, I feel really. just, just And I had to, to toughen up. I just had to toughen up. Sorry, uh, just, just to clarify... Oh, sorry, um, sorry. Sorry, uh, Caroline, the little doctor is trying to get a word in edgeways. <laughs> Bless him. Go, uh, go on, Dr Hilton. Tell um, us what you're trying to say. Well, what I wanted to clarify was that I'm not suggesting that... You know, these things should happen. It's not good that these things happen. But when they do, it's about taking it with character. You well, know, actually, do you I know mean, what I'd like to say career, is... That's very interesting, Dr Hilton, but what I'd like to say uh, is, it, is it's not that I think these things should happen. Yes. Because they shouldn't. But it's about character. You know? It is about character. It's about taking it I with just, grace and resilience, Harriet. It's a good point, my, Harriet. Mm. And I think you've, you've put that so eloquently. Thank you. And I think that's I'm, probably... It's, well, I suppose it's because it happened to you that's and That's the point I, I yes, made. Yes, it did. Caroline, I just, can I just say, sorry, can I just say, Dr. Hilton, it's the your voice is very it's very sexy. I hope you don't mind me saying that, Dr. Hilton. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. No, no, it is no, very it is it very sexy voice. That's very kind. It's on voiceover work. It's a little Dr. inappropriate, Hilton. I think, in this situation to be uh, talking about my voice like that. I'm Actually, here to give my. Do you know what? Uh, I think what's inappropriate is these young women now who can't take a compliment. Well, I yeah. mean, they need I'm, to. Certainly, as I said, as you would have read in my uh, letter, in the Times, I am all for uh, people toughening up, learning to to make do and 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 move on. Sorry, um, I've just thought of something. Um, I I think. I've just come up with this. I think that you know you get these really clever female surgeons, these yes, women, these girls with good A levels, but perhaps four A stars at A level isn't the answer to all the problems they face. That's literally you know I mean? verbatim exactly. what I wrote Maybe in my is exactly it is, isn't it? It's not just enough. Perhaps there could be an additional class you take at A-level and just spitballing. Caroline, that, that is, is such, such a good point. That is such a good point. You. And I wish someone would actually say that. Caroline, I just have. This is why you're a celebrated opinionist, because That's you say these things. I feel like it's a good point, isn't it? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. What I mean, I just literally wrote that in Oh, does sorry. He's quite handsome when he's cross. Oh, he's crazy. You know one thinks you're crazy, Dr Hilton. This is just my resting place. Oh, God. Oh, hello. Resting from Dr Hilton. Yes, please. I think so. Nobody says that to doctors. That's not... Press That's not how doctor surgeries work. You don't press ding dong. Well, it then... is when you're my doctor, Dr. Hilton. I'm an anaesthetist, so you certainly wouldn't. Be... <laughs> I'm not Sorry, sure where it's getting this is a bit flirty in here. This is... oh, it's not, not flirting. Um, now, Dr. Hilton, what does your wife think about all this? What does she make of your little letter and you talking to us? My wife? Hmm. Gwen? Do you have a wife? 
I, she, she, I mean, I don't know what she has to do with my work. She encourages me, I suppose. Yes, yeah. But uh, we, we keep that quite separate. I do like the idea, uh, don't you, Caroline, of I imagine Gwen is a very sort of competent woman getting everything done around the house and, and there is our little dinky doctor, you know, doing his little uh, talk, oh, talking on the news in his top room. Saying this little thing. Oh, yes, absolutely sort of wonderful. rolling out the handsome doctor. He doesn't sort of yeah. know very much, but he looks lovely. Well, actually, I, sort of I've been a doctor for most of my life, almost 50 years of doctoring. That's very sweet. That it's is probably very some sweet. sweet little provincial hospital. It's probably not even a teaching hospital. It's in and, Swansea, it have actually. Is. No, oh, I don't think Swansea is a real place, though, really is it? Thing, is it definitely it? is. It's kind of thing in the country. Right. This I is, mean, I feel like Wales is... Somewhat undermining my uh, lifetime's achievements. Well, actually, talking of undermining, I do think that these women, they do undermine the profession, they do undermine the men, because boys will be boys, boys you know? Will boys, be boys. boys will be boys. If they see a pretty face, they will say something inappropriate sometimes. They can't help it. And they flaunt it. These fem- mm, if you they choose do. to be a female surgeon, you are going into a male domain. Yeah. And if you're a pretty girl... You know that men will get distracted. Yes, of course. You know. So, did you read in the BBC there was a female surgeon complaining that the male surgeon wiped his head on her cleavage? I mean, that is come objectively on. hilarious. Yes, come on. You'd, well, you'd, you'd I, laugh at that. Listen, you'd find I, that I, funny. You and would I bet that funny. patient lived. I bet that patient was operated on so well by that surgeon because he'd wiped his brow. Well, I mean, that's the sort of thing that you do, isn't it, Dr. Peter? I uh, mean, my, my myself, I, I can't say that I've ever been in a situation where that kind wiped of wiped your brow was... on a woman's cleavage. Come no, on, you must well, have done that once or twice. It's a lot. What about your What about your chums? Feel... What about your doctor chums? Have I've, you seen any of them do something like that? I've never. No, I don't think any of my friends would have done that sort of thing right, in a professional right. environment. It seems. Uh... But you agree that it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? If you're going to wipe your sweaty brow on a woman's cleavage uh, when she's about to help you perform on, I don't know, breaking open someone's brain or whatever they do in there, I mean, it, that's just a bit of banter, isn't it? I, camaraderie. Do you want to go to camaraderie? You're not yes. a, you don't have fun in we, we I, I try and we keep do fun to a minimum in my theatre, especially if I'm breaking open someone's brain but uh so dr peter you're in a safe space here tell us what you've done what what little cheeky things have you done in the surgery about the most sort of fun thing i've done is probably um put one of those little um you know those funny little gonks do you know a gonk if you ever seen sorry what's a gonk is that welsh well i i think it's just sort of from from the 70s really make a small um patchwork character it could be support you, a sort of small. Um, right. Okay. Sorry, Doctor Dr. Hilton. You're kind of losing the plot here. What do you sit. do with these things? Uh, they just sit you, there and amusing. Do you, do you stick them? I know. Do you stick them in your shirt and pretend they're breasts? I <laughs> haven't done that. No. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens, Caroline. They're just. That's what they do. Oh, honestly, if you or I were in theatre, the things that would happen. Oh my goodness. Dr. Hilton, you wouldn't be safe if Harriet and I were a couple of surgeons. Especially with a dishy doctor like Dr. Hilton. I wouldn't let you near either of us in the theatre, if you know what I mean. No, we would get up to such fun, wouldn't we, Caroline? We would play doctors and nurses, wouldn't we? We would. But also, do you know what, Dr. Hilton, if you wanted to sexually harass us, 
in the surgery. That's all right with us. Right. Go we ahead. can take it I, because we're resilient. I'm we're not resilient. Sure I we're feel tough women. We have entirely We don't mind being undermined because we know that's part of the package. Actually, talking of packages, uh, Dr. Hilton, I don't know. Right. No, I think this is going a little too far. I just came here to talk about my um, opinions. And oh, Dr. Hilton, I've come done. on. It's just a bit of oh, fun. On, it's no. just a little bit of fun, isn't it? It's just joshing. Banter. Maybe for a sort of for a star today, level isn't Tom. The only problem that you face, Doctor Hilton. Well, we didn't. <laughs> Maybe you need to learn a little resilience. Resi- I'm oh, seventy-one just... years old. I've oh, been very resilient. You. Seventy-one years old, but still. Yes. With a, can I just say to the listeners, a fine head of hair. <gasps> Got all his hair, ladies. Absolutely. It was the first it's thing I noticed. Not sure what yeah. this has the to do with my. The first thing I noticed about you: thick hair. Is it like that all over? What. Is that what so do you awful, mean? Harriet? I'm not Sorry. covered in hair. Caroline, I think this Just is fine. Gonna... I think he doesn't mind. He can take it. He's a doctor. I don't. He is a doctor. He's a he's an like anaesthetist. Not really Dr. Hilton. Not a surgeon, but certainly an anaesthetist nonetheless. What Quite do anaesthetists really do? Do they just sort of... They give you the gas, Harriet. Oh, you sort the... of. Oh, dear. Oh, go to sleep, go oh, to sleep very Harriet. Have some that. gas there's, and then they bugger off. No, they as well. Caroline, what would happen? What would happen? I mean, things you could do because obviously... It's a boys' it's club, isn't it? You just don't club. know what would happen. Gosh, I'm getting Absolutely a bit. It sounds exciting. like sort of saucy Mills and Boots. It's sort of it what's those books you like? Oh, Caroline, like one of those books oh, you like? Jilly Cooper. Sounds oh, like well. one of your Jilly Cooper books. Caroline, I, thought... I think you and me should, we should speak about writing a novel about this because <laughs> I think it'd be very, very good. And we could have a we could have a character in it called Doctor Bilton. No, Such that's good, not. And he's Welsh. You can't he's got just a thick head of hair that you just want to grab and. You're... Ride like a all over his body, like a sort of his body, like a furry, like a. Stop it! I don't even know where I'm going. A hair hair suit. Well, not a surgeon, but it will be a surgeon in it, even though in real life he's just an anaesthetist. But we'll we'll build it up. Maybe May I just say that I thought I was coming on here to uh, talk about things within my profession based on my professional criteria and experience. And now you're talking about how lovely my hair is and that my job is not a real job. And it oh, doesn't... bless you. Bless you, Dr. Hilton. Feel it's good. been such a privilege and you've done a really good job. And just, you know, you, you, you keep it in your pants, Dr. Hilton. I yes, do. You know, when you're working with those ladies. I always do because they're asleep. Caroline, thank you so much for coming on the show. As always, wonderful to have your expertise, your opinions, your your strength of character, everything. Thank you so Just brilliant. Much. Thank you for having me, Harriet. Always such a pleasure to talk with you. And goodbye. Thank you. I, I'm here as bye. And finally, another item on how terrible these young millennial people are. Aren't millennials about 40 by now? No, I'm 40 and I'm certainly not a millennial. Harriet, you're... Asking a lady her age is sexual harassment, Martin. But didn't you just say that wasn't a bad... I don't think it's for you to decide that, Martin. Don't make me email HR again. Also, I, I wasn't asking your age. I just know it. Pervert. Anyway... We spoke to Australian businessman Tim Gurner, who wanted to apologise for what he'd said about young people. That's right, it's Apology Watch. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not-not-apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not-not nature of the sorry isn't sorry enough, or not. 
Tim Gurner, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, Tim, it's great to have you on. I mean, you are here and and I think it's great that you've come on Nonsensor to do this, to basically reaffirm your apology. Now, yeah, for listeners right. who don't know, you apologised because at the Financial Review Property Summit, you said that workers had become arrogant since COVID and said, we've got to kill that attitude and, and some rather other controversial things which you will get into. Would you like to elaborate at all on what you said before you dive into your apology? And we, we do love an apology on this show. Well, yeah, I mean, I have apologised because mm-hmm. people were upset, but I do stand by what I said. Um, there is a lot of arrogance and a lot of anger towards me. And I don't think that's fair. Um, from the bottom down to the top up doesn't seem fair, but it was clear that I needed to apologise to uh, get everyone to shut up. Yes. But one of the things you, you sort of implied is that employment levels should go up to sort of give people a kick up the arse. Uh, we, we uh, surely we don't want more unemployed people around, Tim. Look, I, I said what I said. We, we want, I want more unemployed people around. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. commonly known that it, it's a way of stopping inflation because it changes all the numbers. And I'm very good at changing numbers. Uh, it's why I'm so successful in in business. But we do want more more unemployment and more pain in the economy. Now I know that people experience pain. I've heard it happens. So uh, I, and I don't want people to be in pain, but I also right. want workers to stop being so arrogant and mm. also feel a bit of pain. So that's that's my stance. I think that's quite clear. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? I imagine being a billionaire and a CEO because oh, people are difficult. always looking to tear you down. Yeah. And uh, like when you're this high up, they're always trying. And I'll tell you what, being a billionaire, I just get bored. So sometimes I say stuff. Yes, uh, of course. Of course. Um, Tim, um, but could of course I... I, I don't. Sorry, Hi. Tim. Producer Martin here. Hi. I, just a bit of uh, clarification on that point. The um the unemployments yeah. that you would like to see go up, um is that oh, yeah. is is that in any particular group? Because I imagine, I mean, would you, for example, like your your own friends and family to be unemployed? I mean, it depends what you mean by unemployed. Do you mean sitting on panels and saying things and just passively getting a lot of income? Well, no, I meant it more in the sense that you suggested for the masses. You know, a, right. a kind yeah, of yeah, low yeah. level of um, income or the ceasing of any kind of income. I mean, that won't affect me. So that's, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Shake things up a bit. I'm a disruptor. I disrupt things. Wow. And it'd wow. be very disruptive, you know. So yeah. I think you don't get to where I've got without, you know, having some controversial ideas. For the listeners who don't know, Tim, you've long been a disruptor and long sort of expressed some ideas that have been very unpopular in some quarters but also proved very right. I mean, you were one of the first people to bring up lefty eating avocados. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only way to have an avocado is to break it down into oil and have it injected into you. Now, mm. I take about 50, 60 pills a day right. uh, to extend my life. Right. But that is very different because I've yes. earned my money. Yes, And if you're sitting have, around yes. eating avocado toast, which what, mm-hmm. what's an avocado these days? About $386? I don't know. It's I, not, I, I think I, it's slightly less than that. I'd say it's it's somewhere probably in the region of uh, ninety pence to to one pound ten, depending on where you're shopping. I mean, that's in your money. I don't know what the exchange rate is because money's meaningless to me. But it seems right. to me that all these people are doing luxury things, and uh, that that's something that should be, you know, only for me and my friends. Obviously, I, I think it's sad. People, it's sad that people are sad. But yes. uh, I, I I think if if they wanted to make as much money as I have. 
Just stop eating avocado toast. Tim, going back to your comments earlier this week, do you think that a lot of workers will listen to that and be encouraged? Do you think it'll get them to kick up the bun they need? Well, I don't know. I've never really spoken to a worker, mm. so I, I don't I don't know if they have... This might be a silly question. Can they listen? Do they have ears? They have... I think some of all the same stuff most, that I have. Yes, most most of them have the same um, physiology as a mm. person. Mm. Yes, right, just dirtier. No, I think just I mean, lazier. lazier. No, not necessarily. Lazier and, yeah, yeah. Either of those things and are, stupider. Probably. No, yeah, well, you know? definitely. I mean, it's clear the hierarchy on this podcast. I mean, it's clear I'm, that you're in charge, Harriet. Well, thank you. Yes, I think the problem that a lot of people have with the comments that you've made and now seemingly have apologised and then doubled down on. Um, is oh, no, fact- no, I didn't double down. I apologise. Now this is all new. So you're just saying it again. It's a single down. No, 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 no. Well, I don't think I'm saying it again. Well, well what are you What are you saying then? I mean, it seems to be very... He's apologising, Martin. I'm he's come I'm on very, to apologise. very sorry. Right, yes, listen, he's very, very sorry. sorry. If you were upset... And I well, think that unemployment needs to go up. No, but that's that's, really this is what I'm saying. That's a really beautiful apology. And we, Thank you, Harriet. We sometimes, Tim, do an apology watch on this show, and oh, right. I don't think we could fault that one. That's well, really, really beautiful. No, the issue being that you said you're sorry if if people felt offended. Oh, really you're really sorry it back. if people. Yeah. That's, you no, know, you're putting it back on the people that are offended as if, it wasn't your fault. They just took offence. I'm glad we agree. It's nice to find some common that, ground with a grubby worker. Yeah, this, that's nice. I've, I had a wash just this morning. In what kind of water? Evian? Aqua, not Aqua not Evian. No, I haven't got... No, that's not water. Sorry, I get confused. Sometimes I drink Aqua de Palma. I meant to say that, Aquapana. It's hard to keep track of all the luxury brands. It's, I mean, yeah, wild. It's always I changing. I heard of that one. But um, no, just... Well, Aqua de Palma's a perfume t- and uh, Aquapana is a... Is a luxury water, mineral water, I should say. I I, well, to... I just call it water. Actually, I'll be honest. Actually, it's very interesting you talk about this water thing because one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about was what has been called your obsession with staying young. Now, this has taken many forms, but also biohacking. Yeah, it's. I mean, once you get to my level of wealth, you've got to have some hobby, and yes. uh, if it's not, you know, alienating your entire workforce, it's. Uh, Trying to get younger. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm trying that. So can, I can mean, you uh, talk us through what biohacking does? Is it hacking um, your body with yeah. bios? That's uh, a very stupid way of putting it, but yeah, that's basically it. You get ice baths because that reduces inflammation. Oh, um, right. Yes. You do lymphatic drainage. You uh, do UV, uh, infrared sort of face stuff. Wow. And uh, basically get a load of things to monitor your your vitals, and then listen to podcasts about it and try and sell your own company that does the same thing. Really, it's just a way of passing the time. And- well, and Tim, on, on the front of Forbes magazine, there's a very, very sexy, sensual photo Thank of you. Thank you. And right, you're yeah. in a white shirt, but you're drenched in, in water. And or I aqua- want... It could be yeah. perfume. We're not sure. I mean, you're soggy. I don't know at this stage. I, I can't tell the difference. I'm soggy. Yeah, that's right. Well, this this is what I want. I wondered if they'd sort of taken photos of you, sort of halfway through this treatment. Yeah, I'm, I, it's all documented. I'm actually mm. being treated right now. I'm, I'm currently ha- having a coffee enema. So, oh, that's oh, why I'm right, so lovely. Wow. Yes, yeah, great. Slight gurgling we hear every now and then. Um, I do have a question for you about this, Tim, uh, which is um, this all sort of reversing the aging progress. How young are you hoping to get? Because you know you don't you don't want to end up 
too young, do you? Otherwise, you'd be a tiny baby child. And uh, and I've seen Boss yeah, Baby, and um, although it makes a compelling movie, it's it's probably not the best situation also, for running the business. Also, it's absolutely humiliating what that baby has to go through in that film. Look, I'm I'm going to go back as far as I can, and I think what'll happen is that it'll reverse again. So I'll go from zero, then like two hundred and six, and then back yep. down. Uh, so I'll just cycle back through it. Like I said. What, I like, um, like Benjamin Button? Yeah, exactly, oh, like, mm. like Benjamin Button. Are you, are you worried that if you reverse too young, you'll be a millennial and then be entitled and a bit of a, a sort of wokey ass? Well, I, I, I do understand the question, mm. um, but I think the difference is I'm the exception to all the rules. So if, if okay. that were to happen, I would obviously still eat avocado toast, but I, I'd be doing it right because yes, I did it right. Yes, I see. And I, I can transcend sort of anything. Oh, so brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Everything bounces off me, including water. So yeah. I'm going to do whatever I like, really. So I will I will go through the millennial stage, I imagine, um, and then I'll become Gen Z, but I won't take any of this, like, woke nonsense. You know? mm. I'll still believe everything I believe. Um, so I think it'll be fine. You can oh, well, probably start you, following Tim. me on TikTok then or something. Yes, good for you. Good for you. Last question, Tim, because I know you're a very, very busy man. There's been a lot of criticism thrown at you this week, and especially on X and in other platforms. And I wondered, do any of these comments ever get to you? Well, not really, because they have to penetrate like a huge wall of cash. So it's hard to feel upset by anything Mm. when you're worth so much money. And, uh, you know, nothing's really changed other than the fact I had to post something else on LinkedIn other than pictures of me in water. So... That's the only thing that's changed. Oh. Business uh, goes back to normal. But I will say, again, I'm very sorry that people were upset and all these lazy, arrogant workers were also lazy, arrogant, sad workers for a day. Yeah. I'm sure it's over now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I only, I only earn 55 times more than the typical worker. So I, I don't think that's really crazy. So you're sort of a modest billionaire, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It could, that number could be any number. 55, it could be 65, it could be 87. Could be 106, mm-hmm. could be right. 309. Right. It's just made of statistics. I, exactly. You can do anything you want with numbers. Well, well let, I mean, um, Tim, I know I said that was the last question, but I, I do just want to ask what do you think is the secret to your success? Hard work. Mm. Uh, there's no luck involved. Yeah. Hard work and uh, no conscience, I would say. Oh, wow. Oh, right. oh wow. Yeah, no, that would, that would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, Tim, it's been an absolute pleasure and well done for standing up and apologising. Many wouldn't. Thank you. And yeah. I think that people will have learned a lot from your apology and your comments, actually. And let's, yeah, hope, well, they, you know, let's hope they actually start doing something now. <laughs> well, yeah, fingers crossed. That's the aim, isn't it? Jeez. That is the aim. Lazy, yes, lazy, lazy, lazy sh- Right, I'm off to inject some elderflower into my eyes. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Tim. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, buy tickets to the live show on the 18th of October at museumofcomedy.com. Follow the Out of Context Nonsensored Twitter account and keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brenda Murphy, Marcus Brigstock, Davina Bentley, Will Seabag Montefiore and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Nonsensored. Nonsensored.